Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Marriage can be a very, very silly institution. Well, we always have an odd one in the crowd. So it's kind of odd. Decidedly odd. Doesn't that strike you as a little bit odd? No, it doesn't strike me as a little bit odd. It's the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. It's stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. Now, here's the Oddcast. Every once in a while, when you are a married person, or if you're in a long-term relationship where you live with someone, you'll realize how silly that idea can be and how crazy it can be. So, for example, I was finishing catching up on the last handful of Walking Dead episodes. My husband walks into the room and he stares at the TV for a couple minutes and he said, I just don't get it. I mean, all these zombies, every time I walk in here, it looks like the same thing is happening. It does. So I looked at him and I let it breathe for a second and said, kind of like me when you're watching football. (laughs) <laughs> and I walk into the room and it looks like this, you're watching the same game every year since the day we met. And he tried to make some big defense of every game is different. Well, you know what? Every one of these zombies is different, too. And it reminded me of this really funny article I read on Huffington Post that gathered up a whole bunch of tweets that describe married life. And they're all so true and so funny. So I saved some to share. You want to hear? Yes. Okay. So here's one from, from someone whose Twitter handle is Cyclops. Me pulling my wife out of the sewer. Her. And this is why you have to put the toilet seat down. (laughs) Tawny, the breedstock paint, says, please help. My husband just started running. He runs in jeans with a belt. I don't have anyone I can talk to about this. I'm so alone. I have a friend. I'm not naming her because I love her husband so much, but he's that guy. He just has no sense of what it looks like, nor does he care. He doesn't care. He does. What does he know? Does he know what it looks like, though? Do you think? And doesn't care. And doesn't care. Because his argument is, if I'm comfortable, why is it any of your business? Yeah. And his wife is like, <laughs> "You look like a fool." People know me in this town. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one is from uh, the cat, the cat whisperer. It's a guy named Mark, and he tweeted, "My wife just got mad at me for fast forwarding through a commercial." Because she wanted to use that time to look at her phone. Ding, 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 Mary Lacey. Wow, that is so true. That is so true. Um, Jawbreaker, tweet it. This is a woman. The dog gives me more attention because he loves me the most. Husband, no, it's because you're constantly dropping your food on the floor. Ooh, there's a reversal. Mm -hmm. The cliche. Um, Here's another woman. One time I tried to part my hair down the middle and my husband said, I look like Dennis Leary. And somehow... (laughs) We're still married. <laughs> boom, boom. I know. I know somebody who said 
that his wife looked a little like Jack Nicholas. The golfer? Yeah. And she had blonde hair. Did she hear? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How'd that go over? Not good. Not good. They they are not married. Not because of that, but they are not married today. Sometimes you'll you'll meet a couple where they say like really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like rude things about oh, yeah. to each other, oh, but yeah. they're very happy or so they seem. Yeah, but sometimes I think they're just sick of each other, but they're, they know they're not going anywhere. I, and I, so you, you, you can say that and knowing that the, whoever you're saying it about uh, has to take it. I, I know a guy who calls his wife the Viking. <laughs> Why do you call her the Viking? Because look at her. The only thing she doesn't have is the hat with horns. <laughs> and you know. Is is she just striking because she's tall and powerful she's looking? She's tall and powerful. And yeah. she really does have a way a of coming. spirit. Well, she comes into the room yeah. and, you know, like she'll have a bowl of food in one hand and a six pack in the other. And there's a real, I've just burned the boats. We're not right. leaving. Kind right, of, right. She's kind of in charge. There. I know a couple. This is interesting. They've been married for a long, long time. And she she's just had enough. She would like to live with a couple of her girlfriends in Southern California. They're not quite retirement age. But she will say, and I have heard this, I am so bored with you. I am just so bored with you. You, you threw away all of your chances to be great at what you do. I'm not going to say what this guy does. You threw them all away. And so now we're stuck in this dump. And his response is to laugh because they both know they're not going anywhere. He'll, he won't even look up. He just laughs and, and said, Oh, Oh, you. Oh, Julie, you know, or old Margie or whatever. Every- they know that they are attached until the day they die. More of the best of the Bob and Cherry Oddcast coming up. Now back to the Bob and Cherry Oddcast. Every relationship has its thing where, like, you believe something about your partner and they believe something about you. Like, in my house, Kevin believes that I do not give him all of the information all at once because I don't want to deal with his reaction. Mm -hmm. For example, Kev, we are invited to a wedding. Oh, I hate weddings. Well, we're invited to a wedding and it's three weeks from tomorrow. So, the that's the information I give him. Right. Um, what he wants to know is why I wait until three days before, hey, that wedding we're invited to this weekend, it's a costume wedding. <laughs> so he says that I deliberately and intentionally withhold all of the information to avoid dealing with him. And he is correct. And he is correct. I he was going to say he's correct. right. Do you think that Mary does that with you? Uh, uh, no, no. She, she wants the bad news out there. Sometimes I do withhold all of the gory details on purpose so that I don't have to listen to it. But other times I'm just so busy and overwhelmed managing everybody's everything. You don't want to hear the reaction in its full strength at that moment. In that moment. But also sometimes I either don't know all of the details or I'm just I'm just giving you the absolute minimum that you need to know. And then I have to go put out the next fire. Case in point. So um, last weekend. Uh, we have a family member who decided that he was going to throw, he's 92 years old, he was going to throw a little hot dog supper. 
and everyone in the family was going to come over and the menu was going to be, you know, cocktails and, and hot dogs and that kind of food. Right? Right, right. So fun. So I tell Kev, we're going on Saturday night. We're going to the Halloween hot dog supper and Karamia is coming and she's bringing her boyfriend, uh, Ian, a.k.a. the goldfish. Why do we call him the goldfish? Because as Kevin said, um, you all treat boys like goldfish that you win at the fair. They live about a week and then you replace them. <laughs> now, this particular goldfish has been, been in the picture a for a while. Yeah. yeah. So uh, my friend Evelyn's going and I realize about an hour and a half before we're scheduled to leave. Wait a minute. When I'm standing in the closet getting changed to go. Wait a minute. Where's my hot dog costume? I went digging around. I was like, I stood there for a minute. Where did I last see it? Oh, oh, oh. I went digging around in the closet near the laundry room and I found my hot dog suit. So I put it on and it's the kind where, I mean, I wore it for Halloween one year on the show. It's the kind where the bun, like your face pokes out of the bun yeah. and there's mustard and relish it's and everything. It's hysterical. It's full length. So and I bought it at Target. It's awesome. Doesn't owe me a nickel. I've worn it a million times and it's very flattering. So I put on my hot dog suit and I walk out into the living room where Kev is standing there with the car keys in his hand watching football because he's trying to get all the college football in he can before he has to go. And he turns around and he looks at me and he goes, what are you doing? I said, we're going to a hot dog party, so I'm going dressed as a hot dog. He said, see, this is the kind of thing you didn't tell me about. That's right. But I didn't I didn't do it to be what, Was everybody else dressed up in a costume? Um, only one other person. I thought, Bob... If I'm not going to wear my hot dog suit... Listen, even if nobody was asked to wear a costume and nobody did, if you had that particular outfit, you should go ahead and wear I, it. I rocked it, man. I wore yeah. it with confidence and pride. Did, did he uh, dress up as anything at all? Did he go and change to... No, he looked he looked very handsome. And, um, you know, it's a weird thing. We got there and then I didn't see him again until it was time to leave. <laughs> but, of course, there, I was, There wasn't, I'd like you to meet my wife. And if we were driving home and he said, it was really interesting seeing so-and-so, my old boss. I'm like, your old boss was there? Like from one of Kevin's jobs that he had right out of college a million right, years right. ago. I said, your old boss was there? He goes, yeah, yeah. Why didn't you introduce me? I said, why didn't you introduce me? <laughs> he looks at me and he, he said, I don't know. I guess you just disappeared into the crowd. Because <laughs> it was, it was yeah, crowded. Yeah, right. Right. So that's, you know, I don't, oh, uh, I will admit sometimes when I know he's going to like kick <laughs> up a ruckus, I do withhold certain key facts like we're going to be dressed as raccoons. But other times it's just because I'm overwhelmed. Mary will try, she'll give me the bad news and then she'll try to say, but there's going to be this, 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 and this. Things that I like. It's just to try to soften it. Right. And we both, if, if we both, like I come up with something and uh, she has to go to it. Um, she'll say, oh, really? I mean, Sherry will be there. W- wouldn't you be okay? And I said, I went to your brother's birthday party, you know, with the family. So we're, we, we both balance. So it's a negotiation. Yeah, it's a negotiation that way. I, I only, like I'll go to Kevin and I'll say, this thing is coming up. Unless you want to, you don't have to come. And he'll say, yeah, but if I don't come, are you going to secretly hold it against me? I do the same exact words. And then I have to be honest. I have to either say kind of or not at all. Because if I say no, not at all, but I really am going to secretly hold that against him, that's not fair. I'm so confused right now. All right, I'll do it to you. Do it slowly. 
Bob, um, Tony, who we work with, has asked the two of us to um, MC a cockroach racing event in Rabbit's Knuckle. Um, do you want to go to that? Um, well, I mean, do I have to go? Well, I mean, I one don't, of, I don't want to. You know, one of us has to go. Oh, so I'll do it. I would like for you to come with me. Oh, okay. Well, see, as soon as I hear that, I have to go. But there now would be your chance to say. But if I don't go with you, are you going to hold it against me forever? No. I'll, no, as soon as you I'll say that I would sword. like you to come along, I have no choice. Well, do you think I want to soak up the, all the glory of the cockroach race <laughs> without you? Here, here's what we want to hear. Bob, uh, Tony says we have to emcee the cockroach race festival. I don't need you to go to that thing. I've already committed to it. That's where my head is. As a matter of fact, um, it would be more trouble to have you there. Please just... Do something else. Enjoy the weekend. There are times, and you you admit it, there are times when I say to you, nah, you listen, I'll just do it. You don't have to. And then you'll say, no, 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 because if I don't do it, you'll be all blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm fine. I got this. You don't believe me when I tell you. No, I don't. Because it's like being married to you. But if I'm telling you. And that's the way I would handle it with my wife. If I'm telling you, I have you're to go back free. And, no, I have to go back at least a half a dozen times. And even then, I'm not sure. I can't stand the idea of it being held over my head. Wouldn't it be better then to just go along with everything since you don't believe it when we give you then the you free give up, Then you give up hope. You know, if you've given up hope, you've given up an awful lot. Okay, so help me understand what is the best way for me and your actual wife to tell you that you don't have to do something with us so that you I'd believe have, it. I'd have a better time if you weren't there. That's what you when, want to hear? Yeah. When, when she says, uh, Lynette and I are, gonna, are going to go to, I have two tickets to a, and this just happened. She went to a, a, a American Cancer Society fundraiser. Usually I'm the MC, but I'm not the MC this year. And so I knew she was going and I said, okay, well, let's, make plans maybe we'll stay in the hotel or something she said no i'm taking lynette what do you mean you're taking lynette we're just going to get all dressed up we're going to have some fun we're going to have some drinks and uh you know you don't have to go there you don't want to be bidding on anything you don't care about looking for this we're making the donation together you just need to go and and then i'll say yeah but i mean you'll be the only woman there whose husband hasn't shown up and she'll say it doesn't matter no one cares and lynette and i'll have a better time if you were there i'd just be worried and these are the key words I'd just be worried about you. And that would make me not have as much fun. Okay. Well, I, I don't want to kill your night. So so, so the next time that um, I agree to do some work so that you don't have to, I should say to you, Bob, I'm just, I would have more fun without you there. And if you come, I'm just going to be worried that you're not having a great time. There you go. There you go. Max, let's make a note of that so that I don't screw up next time and make him feel bad about not doing something. Every single couple who are listening right now have their own version of this. Because everybody has something they just would rather not do. And it could be like, what was your week like? If your week was really terrible, you just don't want to go out Saturday night, right? Every couple's got a way to kind of maneuver this, unless you're that couple that just loves to go to every party in the world. And I'm not one of those people. Go ahead, Max. I I had something I had to do. My girlfriend said, yeah, it's a little wedding. And she said they want to videotape it, but they'd really like for you to come along with me. And I'd like for you to be there. And I went, I really don't want to do this. Okay, fine. Yeah. And I I said, okay, fine. And I figured out what I was going to wear and everything else. And then she comes back to me and says, 
Um, it's a really small wedding, and I, I think that I think that maybe if you come, it might you know it, it might be too much with the catering. And I'm thinking, so that just my presence is going to cause a, a problem with the catering. But now, you want me to then, come, but I shouldn't eat. But then what I had to do was <laughs> I had to act disappointed about. Going, not going to something that I didn't want to go to to begin with. That not takes skill, m- my friend, skill. Not to mention the implication that your ability to strap on a feed bag is going to run up somebody's cake. That's offensive, you know? too. I agree. <laughs> There's a little Just bit totally. of something there. But, but you know what he's describing? The Gene Wilder movie, I think it's called The Lady in Red. Is that the one where he's cheating on his wife? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he set up this rendezvous with this beautiful woman. And um, his wife comes into the bathroom. He's in the bath, I think. And he's acting like he's mad. She's in, like, San Diego, and, and they live in Oh, in I Los think I Angeles. know this scene. And so the wife comes in and says, what's the matter? Can you believe that the people that I work for, out of the blue, call me and say, I have to go to San Diego for the weekend? I don't want to go to San Diego for the weekend. But they insist, and my job is in law. And then she says, I understand. Don't worry about it. I'm going to, you know, do something with my sister. You just, I don't want to go. And he never, he keeps going back and forth and back and forth. And then finally, you know, convinces himself to just shut up. But it's that overemphasis on, I, I really would like to go that you have to be able to sell without looking like a phony. But the thing is, um, if I remember that scene right, it was so phony. That oh, was what oh, made was still, it. Yeah. As, the, as the movie, as the viewer, he's not fooling anybody. But it's a movie. She's buying it. See, uh, we know you so well that if you said to either me or your wife, I am so disappointed <laughs> that I can't go to the fundraiser for Kitten Rescue. So disappointed. Oh, I hate yeah, myself. It, it, I, I just can't never sell it. be it able just to sell it. It doesn't work, right? Um, another one of the tweets that I liked was, "Marriage is just basically learning how to practice restraint when your spouse talks through your favorite show." Yeah, this is also my life. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't get like I get to watch TV in these spurts and then nothing and then a spurt, and I've had some insomnia lately. I think with all the weddings and everything we have in our family, it's just been crazy, and. So I was up in the middle of the night and watching The Righteous Gemstones. Oh my gosh, it's fantastic. There's nothing like it on TV. It's on HBO. If you have HBO, you can watch it on demand. So I watched the first episode and it was so great that I decided I was going to stay and watch the second episode. Well, enter Kevin, who's wondering why I'm not sleeping. So he says, what, what's going on? Uh, I just can't sleep. And, and I decided to stop fighting it. So I'm, I'm just watching the second episode of the show. And so I had paused it. And he goes, well, you don't have to pause it. I'm not, I'm not going to bother you. So I unpause it. As I take my thumb off the unpause button, <laughs> so what's this show about anyway? And the dialogue <laughs> is going. So I pause it again. And he goes, no, no, you don't have to, you don't have to pause it. I unpause it. Hey, is that John Goodman? <laughs> pause it again. So my version of That's this. That's all he does is talk through my shows. Mary's at the command station in bed. And she's got the, uh, the movie on her laptop. She's watching it. And she also has like something else going on on the TV, right, in her phone. Yeah, that girl so, can multitask. I tell you, she can multitask. But she's watching a movie, and I'm in the other room watching the news. And evidently, I do this all the time, something has really pissed me off. And I come in to tell her the latest thing that, that has, has pissed, pissed me off. off. 
It's a woman's dream, by the way. I know. While she's watching whatever it is that she's watching. And she paused it for a second and she said, I can't take it anymore. I don't want to hear about anything bad about the world for six months. (laughs) I went, what? She said, I can't take it anymore, Bob. I don't want to hear anything that's bad happening in the world for six months. And then all I can do is just turn and I walk out of and I'm going, who am I going to tell? You know, that's when you talk back to the, the screen, to the screen. Yeah, I thought you banned and that's yourself. another dream. That's another dream for women. I thought you banned yourself from watching the news because I lift, was making I lifted, you so squirrely. I lifted the band. Do you need to put it back? I in? think I do. Yeah, I tried um, a couple of nights ago. I tried to watch a little bit of the news. I was making some dinner. It's tough. And it made me so upset. And I'm not even talking politics. I mean, I'm talking fires and abducted children. I know. It just made me so upset. And I felt myself starting to feel like that little twingy, panicky thing. Right. So I immediately flipped to a Dateline rerun. And I know you're wondering, how can, if the news upsets you, how can Josh Mankiewicz solving some poor bastard's murder calm you down? Because there's there's a strong there, there's moral a, center to Dateline. And there's something that makes sense. There's something awful right. has happened. Right, exactly. But justice is going to be done. The exactly. perpetrator is going to be identified. They're going to be brought to justice. We're going to have, we're never going to undo what's been done. But we're going we're gonna to maintain some level of moral order in the universe. And it's not that you have your head in the sand to avoid the news. You can't avoid the news. Any public place you go to has TVs blaring the news. Your phone is blowing it in your face. It's all over social media. There's no avoiding it. But to sit on like the couch and immerse in it, mm-hmm. it gives me like um, a heart racing panicky feeling. Yeah, I'm going to have to ban myself again because I think I was better off without it. And we're out of time. Thank you all very much. And... uh Certainly hope you learned something here about how to be really fake when you want to get out of going to a social engagement. And remember, anytime you want Bob to feel better about something that he isn't doing, just tell him how important it is to you that he have the best time possible and that you couldn't have any fun if you thought he was unhappy. That's right. There you go. Does that make sense? There's a certain someone... That I hope is listening. New episodes every Monday, Friday of the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. Check out Fun Size, hosted by our very own Max. It's about 10 minutes long, snack size, and perfect for sharing. New episodes of that every Thursday. We'll see you next time. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry Podcast and the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review, and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter 
powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.